This meeting is being recorded. Yeah, that's the good kombucha. Hey, Grotto. Welcome back. We are recapping game number 10. So the second half of the season has started, and we have some exciting news about what next week's format's going to be. It looks like we got some changes coming up. We got some changes. Um, we got we got an evolution of things to a little bit, but let's not let's not jump into that yet because we had I think uh, a hell of a, of a week. Yeah, so we'll get right into recapping that. Luch isn't with us right now; had an issue pop up, so he might pop in a little bit later. Yeah, we we wish him the best in round four of the burrito competition. Uh, so I think <laughs> it's, it's good. That's what we we workshopped that one. Uh, coming into this about what the issue was, and we think it's uh, made it to the, the the semifinals of the big burrito showdown. When you're running hot, you're running hot. It's <laughs> on uh, roll. So, uh, okay. So, so what? What's your what's your take on on the week uh, that was, Kitch? What do you think of game game ten, week six? Well, we obviously came in under baseline, so Burns weren't there. I think it cost us. You said sixty seventy insert or sixty seventy additions uh, there by not hitting baseline which is tough and thank God for matches and his, uh, you know, noir collection bailing us out there. Otherwise we would have been in real trouble with a bottleneck for the rest of the season. But um, I think people are shaking the cobwebs off. We had some people with a hangover from the all-star break, right? Where not everyone was showing up and uh, hopefully this whips everyone back into gear and we can attack week. I don't know what week we're on anymore, but game 11 and 12. Gotcha. Heading into week seven. We just thank ran- you. Yeah, week six, first week back from the All-Star break, second half of a split doubleheader, okay, which we saw um, on both sides of it, more so on the back end, but we saw the the idea that there was only one game in the drop sort of dissuade some people from participating, right, saying, like, I'm going to sit this out because there's only one game. There's only one card. I'm sorry. I, I don't get out of bed for less than two paintings. Is that what is that what this was? That's funny. Is that like a real thing where people are not participating because of the hundred Tez or the participant token versus one cart? Like that didn't even cross my mind. I don't care what you're dropping. It's worth paying a hundred Tez for, which which I do. I don't burn the participant tokens. I'll pay a hundred Tez every time you drop something. It's obviously well, it's worth well more than that, you know. No, that's exactly what it was. Um and it's either I saw you know talk of that in the the team chats where where that was happening. I saw even some guidance there of like, well, if you have limited resources, maybe you want to sit this out because you only get one. Meanwhile, some of those same people that sat them out had noir, so you sit it out and then you can't participate in the noir, which was a guaranteed for a sub. For a sub, I mean, if you're in dire straits. Let's talk about maybe selling an elephant man if you really had to for a chance to get. We know that this season is going to be a variety of previous seasons. So, like, if you're really in a, in a pinch, you could go that route. You have to participate. You can't, like, miss out on it. Yeah, we had uh, on both ends. Like I said, even for game game nine, there were people that were saying, I'm going to sit this out. Okay. Odd choice. Crouton, would you have sat either either of them out? 
if you, you were, know, I was on the, I was on the fence. I was really thinking about not, not playing this week, but then at the last minute I said, I decided that I would do it. Um, and you know, I was actually, thankfully I won an auction, so I actually didn't have to pay anything, but I almost just kind of didn't want to fill my form out anyway. So <laughs> that said, everybody who won an auction did. Oh, can, uh, you, can you imagine if the 18 auction winners, if anybody's like, it's, it's a lot of work to fill in that form. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I know we talked about it, you know, briefly in bleachers, um, even for, for folks who maybe thought that, you know, the price was too high for one game. You know, when we started this season, it was $100 to play. And you know, that was you're expecting a double header most weeks. So that'd be 50 bucks per game, essentially. Well, with has 64 cents, 65 cents, um, you know, one game this week costs 65. And then next week, I mean, if, if you were very concerned about it, you could have just bought 200 Tez. And then, you know, the cost per game for over the next three games would be $42. And voila, it's, you know, there you go. You're actually paying less than you thought you would at the beginning of the season. Funny how that works out. But And then when you were doing it, you didn't know that they were going to be older series. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No, look. <sighs> but meanwhile, let's not forget that you could always use your participants. Any madness token, actually. And as I recall, except for a handful, five of them, that went to, to market auction, um, no madness has cost more than 50 tes ever. Um, and the majority of them were far less. Right. Yeah. yeah. Another example where, you know, if you, they're designed to be used, I think that I, I know you've kind of expressed some surprise at how infrequently madness tokens have been used as a form of entry. Um, I think people maybe are not, not thinking that through um, completely. If, if you've got that and you're not one of a handful of people in the project, you know, you probably do want to use your utility instead of paying a hundred tests. I mean, ask yourself, how much do you spend on inserts? Um, if the answer is less than a thousand tes, I don't know why you'd pay a hundred tes to participate for ten weeks. Personally, right? I, yeah. I, at that point, spend a thousand tes on inserts and then participate, and you would receive participation tokens. And then, voila, there you are. You've also now paid threes instead of uh, yeah, you know, it's six of one, half a dozen another. Whether it's the you know playing to paying to participate in a week or paying via inserts. But if you've got a thousand inserts, at least you can do something there with them and turn them into base cards and whatnot, as opposed to just paying hundred Tez and perhaps coming up empty on the wheel. So. Yeah, no, it's, we, I thought that we would by this point in the season have sort of um, understood that a little more. I don't know that we are, but, um, but all that said, right. Um, I, I, you know, the, the noirs and the math just bailed us out in a big way because we were way under baseline. Uh, edition size would have been a bottleneck here. It would have been the lowest edition size of the, of the season. Okay. Uh, if it weren't for the, the easily convertible math just pieces, right. Which, um, 
also speaks to this idea that had we gotten to baseline, we would have seen a much higher return even there on those math chess pieces. And had we overdrawn, overdriven, pardon me, overdriven, if we'd overdriven baseline, can you imagine the return that people would have gotten on their, their noir guarantees? Yeah, especially for you know the the handful of people who burned all four pieces would have been it could have been absolutely bonkers. Yeah. No, I mean if we if we if we got to like a one point two overdrive, that would have resulted in twelve base cards, twelve subs, just for fucking playing along with matches uh, all all the way through, and um, and then and then committing to burn them right away. Right. That's great. It's crazy when you think about that, because I know personally on the on the bulk insert wheel this week, I hit five on eight hundred and fifty inserts. So you know, put that in, put 12 in, into perspective there. <laughs> You'd have to burn a lot of inserts on one game to get 12 on, on the wheel there, especially in a week where the addition count was so low. It's really crazy. No, 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 absolutely. So, so yeah, so, so look, it's, to me, it's, um, you know, obviously when we sat here last week, you guys didn't know that we were going to do uh, the, the, the math just pieces, right? But um, I think it should, it, it, it should serve as a subtle reminder that, hey, it does matter. Everything matters. We have a reason that we put, if, if I'm going to, allow somebody to use my work or if i'm going to put my work into something okay if we're going to orchestrate you know an open edition drop with chris truman and a gallery in brisbane australia and five other artists if we're going to do all of that i would imagine it matters on the pepe mentor no less yeah yeah right um and so so you know, I just think that that we're we're at a point here where um, it's important that that we really look at what you're doing here, like like why 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 are you really here, right? Um, I think we saw we saw you know we came on on the show last week and talked a little bit about uh, somebody who was coming in sort of like um, not not really being cognizant of what stuff was selling for and just throwing up random prices and doing that and that's what happens when you don't when you don't you're not invested you don't you know you haven't have any skin in the game you don't care really one way or the other you just want a couple hundred bucks you get a couple hundred bucks right um the same thing goes like like i think kells and midnight marauder are sort of two of the stars of the week a couple reasons okay um Neither have the biggest wallets. Kells, Kells in particular, you know, is really, he's new. He barely came in at the very end of season nine. Okay. Um, has, you know, is, um, you know, not, not much of a spender, but very, very committed to the project and very uh, interested in what we're doing. And very, I mean, as we know, everybody that met him at the open studio and then I got to hang with him individually too wonderful beautiful person right kind and and, and interested and, and engaging and accomplished and a great background in new york city art scene the street art scene and and he saw an opportunity a during the he shows up and he buys a, a three season auction a number one okay 
and and B during the off season, you know, the, the all-star break rather, is there doing the things, right? And then he converts those doing the things into six hits. Midnight Marauder, sort of similar conversation there. We got to hang with him in, in LA for the opening. We all got to meet at midnight for the first time. Similar, similar situation here. I don't, I don't, I'm not drowning in money and having flushed with being able to chase everything. But when I see something that makes sense and I'm able to do it and I'm able to participate along the way. And so those two did all their puzzles, got all four, got the three plus the chase. Okay. And then converted them to six base hits each. Okay. Subs, mind you. And in doing so, got 12 of the Cardinale 24 hits. And the Cardinale were minus nine and a half favorites. Okay. And they delivered 12, uh, 24 versus 12. Okay. So if either of them don't do that, the Cardinale lose. If one of them doesn't do it. Okay. And the two of them doing it completely made up for a very poor showing by the Cardinale overall. Right. Um, and this is, this is what we talk about where, one person's behavior can really determine everybody's outcome. One person sitting things out, okay? One person saying, I don't need to participate. I don't need to burn. Really can 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 hurt a, a group of people and the, the, the broader projects because when everybody acts individually like that and says, I don't need to care, a few more people do that and then it trickles down, right? So, you know, we have that in a, in a reduced edition size this week. Um, we are saved by the likes of Kills and, and Midnight. Think about that. They were 12 of the 48 total Noirs, two people, right? Um, Bernie was the third. Bernie on the NFTs. He, uh, B. Bernie, he, he burned all four. He was dialed in during the All-Star break just like Kells and Midnight Marauder were. And, uh, you know, it worked out really well for him because he did he did throw a nice chunk of inserts in, came up empty, actually. So he got six base cards um, and, and made up for some very poor wheel luck, which, um, yeah, you can't really understate that. And look, now those guys are in a really great position. Uh, I, I love I love the, the, the narrative here of the guys who were dialed in, plugged in, engaged care uh showed up put some time and effort into it enjoyed the process and came away with four really great pieces from matches and then they had the courage and foresight to kind of say you know what i think this is a good time for me to use use what it is that i've been given um and turn it into six subs look now you're in a position to correlate that you're in a position to paint it i mean Oh, so much. I mean, it was so it's, much. It's, it's it really is remarkable. And and let me let me be clear here. Um, you know, I know that 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 Bernie also is like playing the other elements. Okay, and he's put himself in a position where he's got a decent holder. He's burning to get there. He's checking off all the boxes here, right? Um, he's got a little more leeway to do that than Midnight and Kells, who really were like, "This is my one." one moment here right so that's not that not not uh, and please i don't want I'm, I'm remiss for not mentioning bernie did it as well too right um but i i do and and yes it, it helped the the nfts but you guys trounced 
you 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 ran away with it today, right? Or this week? I don't know. The vault had a pretty good game there. Vault did have a good game, but it vault wasn't. scared me. I was yeah. very afraid of all those vault hits coming out. Um, yeah. Crouton, was real proud of you uh, switching your luck on the wheel there. It seems like um, you know you're getting paid back for a little bit of that first first half slump. Oh. The, the extra batting practice is paying dividends in the all-star break. Well, he was, uh, you know, his ab workout during the, the all-star break was uh, unparalleled, as we know. Cristiano Ronaldo would be uh, proud of Crouton's ab workout. I heard, Kitch, that you, you're giving it a shot this week? My abs, uh, they're non-existent. But <laughs> my thighs, I could crack skulls with them. So. Jesus, careful there. <laughs> Mrs. Um, uh, she's she's recovering, but it'll be all right. Uh, the other storylines on here, though, um, do you know what happened to the cat moms there? Because they were favored coming in, and um, they were favored the week before. Okay, uh, they they were favored both weeks. A little less this week. Uh, their 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 percentage their their spread came down just a touch, but I mean they. We're well under baseline. In week nine, they were just at baseline. Okay, so like they were there, but they were well under. I mean, forty percent or something. So it was just the big mix and the subs uh, in full subs regalia. Apparently, completely over overburned, completely overspent. They were like, "Oh, so if we win by one, we win." Well, how about we win by four hundred? Burn them if you got them, I guess, right, subs? That's right. They think they get extra banners. Uh, extra banners for winning by that many. Um, Largest margin of victory, week seven. <laughs> da, 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 raise that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and the X's snuck in with, you know, they were they were booked for 4.83, nailed their five. They needed to, to take it home and, and actually did it. Did you expect that? Um, like the elephant men just weren't quite there. I'm not going to say that I expected it. Okay. First of all, Dino was destroyed by the Holder's Wheel. That's right. He did get trounced there. Uh, a little bit of the crouton effect of the first half. Yeah. yeah I, I found I found my luck and he lost it. So yeah, right. he, got, he got unlucky. Am I right that... Um, they were minus 17 and a half off the top of my head. Do we do you have anybody have it in front of them? I have it in front. It was uh 22 and a half. 22 and a half. Okay. And they ended up at like plus they hit, they hit 17 and against five. Uh, against five. Yeah. So they were 12. Yeah. 12. So I don't know that Dino could have snagged 10. Okay. That would have been a tough order. I think the elephant men fall, but um, but yeah, they I don't think that the elephant men are lost any sleep. No, especially if you watch what it is they're doing. They are playing a different game. They're they very playing a different game, and it's working out well for them. It is not in the not in the win column. Yeah, uh, but that's one metric to measure success by. Yeah, there are others. There are others. They're doing okay on their chases overall. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's 
until somebody else has 2,000 oranges and just sit at the top of that leaderboard, it's going to be tough to touch that. Um, yeah, I think it will be. We'll see if somebody can pick up 2,000 oranges this week. I kind of doubt it. <laughs> Are those pockets inside out? <laughs> but, um, but no, it was, look, shout out to Blue Orgy, a whisper away from a pick'em win. A whisper away. Nine for ten. The only thing he missed was that he said um, only the monsters would beat the 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 spread or the you know the over or um, the overdrive. Okay, and the the free agents uh, also did. Okay, um, the Dick Slayer went kind of kind of Dick Slayer ish. I think even even mediocre piss went above and beyond the normal there. So. Um, so they they were above by far, right? Um, and that was the miss. Other than that, and I think, look, shame on all of you. First of all, for not even there were only six participants in the pickle. Shame on all of you. Talk about the week to do it. I didn't get it up until fucking Wednesday. You had a lot of data to go look at. There was a, and I know, I know for a fact that Blue Orgy was looking at some wallets and looking at some out and seeing what was up there and could and and he played that smart this wasn't a blind you had to have it in by tuesday you don't know what the burns are i got that thing up late i i expected crouton to win it and then you didn't put in yeah i i did not i was <laughs> i had a lot going on <laughs> didn't get around to it but yeah, yes well. I think that would have been it would have been a really good week. Would have won. I was when I didn't see your name on the pick'em. I was like, oh, that's a bullet this week. (laughs) You know, absolutely. If you think about, you know, you have expectations as to what will happen, and you know, the more plugged in you are to the grotto, the better you'd understand who is likely to be still hibernating from the All Star break. Yeah, yeah. Hammer the unders essentially, and yeah. Good for blue. That, that nine for ten oh, is very God. impressive. Oh my God, he was close. Uh, and of course, he famously then said, "When I pointed it out, he said, oh, yeah, I really could use those oranges.' Well, then go fucking buy some. <laughs> Just <laughs> make it happen." But but yeah, no, um, almost. That was close. Normally, and nobody's even come remotely close. Like it's week one. There was one person who got four out of the five. Remember, you have to get both sides right, right? So they went, you know, like nine out of ten there, or whatever, or eight out of ten. I don't remember. I think they actually had like the one that they missed was monster. They had the monster sweeping the X's, right? So they got the tough ones, um, but but no, we haven't even come close, and I don't know that we will now. I mean, who knows? This thing what? could over to some mega. I don't know what the number is. Like you're going to ask, I don't know. I wish I knew, but there were only six that went into it this week. Um, there were like 11 that went into it last week. So it's got to be the prize pool right now. I, I'm saying off the top of my head about 74 oranges. It's 2,000 fucking Tez worth current market price, which is about $413 maybe. Actually going down. It's uh, it's actually less than that now from the time you started that sentence. <laughs> the sentence. Oh, God. <laughs> And there's a there's going to come a point. I've been thinking a lot about this. Gelt is going to be worth more than Tezos, and I'm talking about like not threesomes gelt. Like if you go right now 
and spend $100 at Walgreens on little bags of gold coins, okay? And then you wait six months, okay? You'll be able to sell that that fucking chocolate for more than you would if you bought Tezos right now. I believe it. I believe it. No, you're eating it, Kitch. You're not gonna. You're not gonna make it to six months. I can't save chocolate. They already put that. They put the Halloween candy out. I already bought a bag. Ate the bag like that was gonna go to any children. A. A. I'm not Jewish. Okay. B. I don't really like just chocolate by itself. C. Gelt chocolate is like the worst, waxy, gross, overly sweet, milky chocolate ever. Okay. Not gonna last a day with me. If you if somebody brings a bag of that shit into the fucking studio right now, sugar is banned from the studio because I will fuck it up. I will eat it all. Okay. I don't care how nasty that is. I will do it. See, I, I also feel like the the effort that is required to un unwrap the the guilt, it just doesn't really justify itself. That's what I was gonna say. It's a little the the little foil thing you gotta peel I don't off. Like you it. gotta it's the second one you have to get that's like kind of stuck yeah. in the chocolate. Yeah. So, Mitch, are you with me? Tell me the goddamn truth. I will I'll admit it here, but I want to know, are you with me? Have you ever then just teethed it off the Yes, you pull it right off, but the, okay, if, if, makes- if the foil touches your teeth, then you're like, I take all my teeth out. Well, see, three is this is why you have dental problems. <laughs> no, it's not. I have a man. <laughs> that's the thing. While the dentist was fucking literally had to like Take a breather in the middle of the tooth extraction, okay? Take a breather, do some nitrous, okay, to come back in and have enough strength to tackle this tooth. He was like top three hardest teeth ever in my life to pull out, okay? So, no, I don't have a tooth problem. I just broke them four years ago and didn't even notice it, okay? My teeth are fucking strong. But (laughs) um, I'll say this. Kitsch... I'm looking pretty good, right? You look great. You look uh, vibrant. You're you're glowing. I'm glowing. I'd ask if you're pregnant. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll stand up and show you. I'm not. Look at that, Dad to be. I'm getting I'm getting trim here. Yes. Wow. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm healthy living, folks. That LA lifestyle, huh? It's that LA lifestyle. Okay. It's um, I I'm doing it. I really am. I, I they said it couldn't be done. Last night I had I had fucking Faro as my base. Like wheat bulgur as like the base on this bowl that I didn't even want. And then I was like, I don't even want to eat that. And then I just didn't even eat it. And that was it. That was my meal for the fucking day. The That's day before- how a good diet works. You just make something you don't like and you're like, nah, not gonna eat it. It's like eh, I don't even <laughs> care anymore. I don't even it's not even a thing. Um, no, like literally, like I'm, I'm, I'm really feeling good. I'm all about living forever now to fucking paint all this stuff. Jesus well, Christ. Once you found out Dino is not good with paintbrushes, you were like, well, I guess I have to live forever. I have to, I have to live forever. And so I'm all about it, but no, I'm, 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 I am, I'm slimming down. I don't know. I, I haven't weighed myself, but I probably lost 25 pounds in LA, you know, and hiking. Yeah. Hiking fucking being active and going out into the world and shaking hands with people and not just I, for two years i just sat in my goddamn apartment then in the studio for the last six months you know this is great like i'm i'm like out in it and it feels good so um but let's you guys got anything else on this week before we jump into next uh, do better no, not 
yeah, I think we think we kind of covered it. I think the only final thing I would add to that is, you know, we talked hypothetically about what would happen in a scenario where we were massively under baseline with respect to creating a bottleneck one and also the distribution, how people who burn smaller amounts of inserts would fare. And I'd have to, I'll be curious to look at the numbers when they're minted, but it was my sort of anecdotal opinion that there weren't really a, a ton of holders, uh, unique holders on this one. So I think it'll be interesting to see how that kind of shakes out. I think that there were a smaller amount. First of all, we had a small, we had a, we were down a certain percentage, okay? I think the number is around 45 or 50 unique holders. And I think the number of people who have duplicates, um, you know, let's say more than five is lower than it has been for other weeks. So I think that'll be interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see that. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's gonna be a... It's gonna be a unique one. You did have some people that definitely took advantage that if, if it weren't for Noir, wouldn't have hit. And you you had people that got both, I, no, I don't think it was both Noir and a guaranteed, but you had the guaranteeds came in. There were three young threesies. And I know they played in to like substantial, like like it was important that people got those, right? Um, and so, oh man, I, I know that Chris Truman was telling uh, the cat moms, like, just a reminder here, um, we got next week's the end of this chase already. Yeah. And I think, I think this, you know, this Mick Kelleher is going to be a problem for some people. Um, it's going to be a problem. There aren't going to be a lot of extras floating around in the way of trades, almost, almost kind of like the Frank Howard situation where that was the one that everybody needed. Um, and I think it's going to be hard for people to substitute in something one-to-one -one here to get a mix. I think it's going to be very difficult. For them. Do you think that this, okay, if we look at what we've got right now, okay, let's run through the four that are in play. It's Milt Wilcox, Steve Hamilton, okay, uh, um, Dave Revening, and now Mick Kelleher. Those are the four of the six, right? Wilcox and uh, Kelleher, nearly identical edition sizes. Okay. Yeah. Revening, obviously, the high there. And you're you're slightly higher on um, Steve Hamilton. Okay. Do you see Milt and, and uh, Kelleher being equally complicated? This is a, this is a crouton question here because he, he looks at these things in a strategic light that most people don't. Do you see, you know, they're the same edition size. Do you see them being equally complicated? No, I actually think that the Mick Kelleher is going to be more complicated. The reasoning being holder breakdown. The composition of holders. It, again, I haven't really poured over it, but anecdotally, I remember Milt Wilcox being fairly well distributed. Felt like there were a lot of people who had, uh, super, I, want, I don't want to call them superfluous, but they had more Milt Wilcoxes than they realistically needed. As I look at, you know, what you've posted here for the Series 10, I'm sorry, um, Game 10 results, I see a lot of ones. I see a lot of ones and twos. I see a lot more, yeah. far more 
people with, you know, five plus, three plus, four plus on milk than I do on the, the uh, Kelleher here. So I think despite the fact that it's a series three versus a series five, I think people will be surprised that, or perhaps uh, this is my expectation. I, I think that the, the make will be more challenging for them to get, um, even though it's a, a series five versus a series three. Um, but perhaps I'm wrong and they will just put more weight on it being a monster. We'll see, but I think as it relates to distribution and the holder composition, the the milt is gonna be, I'm sorry, the uh, Mick is, is much more problematic in my opinion. Um, before we, we leave Mick behind, what Kate, you always like to talk about the art. What's your take on this one? I don't have it in front of me. I'm rocking the one screen today. So let me scroll back. You put it in the bleachers, correct? Yeah, yeah. I put it in the bleachers. It's way up there. Um, I don't think it's too far up. I can, I'll scroll for a moment. But while I'm looking for that, um, I'm kind of happy with Crouton's breakdown. You don't know, though. No. Oh, bitch. You're breaking my heart here. Crouton, what do, you, what do you think of the, the, the term? I think it's great that yeah, <laughs> he's in the stockades and I guess he can only bunt. Um, that's pretty fantastic. I love the, uh, I'd like to imagine, I don't know how it is he'd get from the dugout to, uh, you know, to home home plate there. And then I can't imagine he'd be very good base running. Uh, you I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I, he'd probably still beat me. <laughs> Blindfold's a nice touch. There's the shadow there. Oh, it looks like his eyes have been removed. No, no, it's just the, 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 the it's a very stark sun. If you look at the, the way the shadows are playing down across. It, it, oh, I see. I had to zoom in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a lot yeah. of work on like the chin line with like the, the paint that you did there. Yeah, thanks. It's, it, I just wanted to convey. Uh, it looks keep, hot out. Very hot. Look, you know, we did it last week with, with Skip Lockwood. Having been a ball player, having had to go to picture day. Picture day is no one's favorite. It's it's a it's just nonsense. It's like a, a waste of your fucking life to have to wait for picture day. Because every you gotta wait your turn. They usually don't want anything going on behind. They take up all this fucking space. It's nonsense. You get some schlep rock trying to tell you how to look like a baseball player, right? It's like just fucking take the picture, right? There's a lot of that. And so to me, the idea of the subs having picture day in the middle of a fucking hurricane or a rainstorm, okay? But also, obviously, it's hot as fuck for McKelleher. The, and they, they scheduled it. They're like, what time is the hot sun today? That's when we're doing picture day. Oh, yes, you, look, you can't see their eyes because this, it's so dark. And this, you know, that's fine. Just fucking do it. And then the subs are out there and Mick Kelleher with his stocks on and just like <laughs> glutton for punishment. Glutton for punishment. And yet, and yet they love it. Yeah, he looks like he might be, you know, could be leather, could be latex. I'm not sure what it is he's wearing it's a there. It's a, so he's uh he's got a harness. If you look underneath the 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 car, you can see that he's actually got a midsection. There's such shorts. Mm -hmm. It's not singlet, it's like shorts with a with a with ah. a on top so yeah leather black leather shorts a little harness uh and go stand in the fucking sun and pretend to bunt 
this might be me being uh, ignorant to baseball, but is this our first player with two positions listed on there, shortstop and second base? I don't believe it. I think I, I think somebody else is a double, is a double off the top of my head. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. I can't. Yeah, we've got we got somebody else that's a slash, right? I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think it's. I think there's one in series too. Actually, um, I'll pull it up. First base outfield, I believe. So I think we have a one B dash O F for somebody. Yeah, I think. I think there are several. I think. I think one of the uh, X's or subs is too. Uh, I'll, I'll take a look. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a sub and an NFT are, are both a slash. It's not uncommon. What was a, the thing is, um, like you know me, I played the corners. I played first base, third base, right? Predominantly third base, but I go and take some innings at first base. I, play, you know, I, I played first base when I was a kid. Um, and what it comes down to is tops making these cards originally, right? Like they're not going to. Somebody plays four positions, they're not going to list all four of your positions. And sometimes they were just blanket, you know, OF for an outfielder. And even though they played 30 games at first base, too, or, or whatever, right? It's, thank you, X, is the one I was thinking of. Yep. Second base shortstop, right? Uh, first base outfield. Okay. So there is, there is a 2B shortstop as well, I believe. Yeah. Uh, let me look. But it's not an X. I think it's a sub. I think it's a sub, too, now that I. But yeah. What year is this card? This uh, 80s? This is a 79. Okay. It's a 79, same as Paul Russell. This is the year before Mick, not Mick, Skip. Yeah, yeah, Skip would be a 1980, which again, you know, one year they got him in the hot sun, one year they got him in the rain. Um, but I just... Hurricane season. Yeah, I just I, I just like that. And, and to me, you know, when I first painted this, obviously it was that idea of the guy can only buy like I just find it so funny. <laughs> so it is yeah. really good. I don't know that, but that puts a smile on my face. It's, it's um, real it's quick. Simple. Real quick, leaving Mick behind. Uh, when we were talking about bottlenecks and and what's going to be tough and Mick and Milt, Dave Revenick. We didn't really talk about it because we went right into Vellum show and and three Z's and everything. High edition, right? Not being treated as you know. The, the one or two sales that I've seen have been above floor for Elephant Man. Is this, is this that moment? Is Dave Revening the moment that we truly see the grotto understanding, oh, we need to have a lot so that we can correlate and paint? You know, it's interesting. I would, it's hard for me to say yes to that, given, you know, I understand that Dave is going to be necessary for the upcoming chase but you know it's hard for me to make sense of why older lower edition count elephant men you know, that are even chases are sitting there for less than dave has sold um doesn't make a lot of sense to me if you think dave is worth 333 uh, to leave others that are older and smaller editions and or chases or, you know, 200, 170 Tez ish. A boy Gino gets no love. Been scooping him. Love that. Love Gino, that card. Gino, Gino gets love. Gino, Gino was getting a lot of love and was climbing really well um, until people are unaware or, or apathetic to what, what the market's doing. Okay. And 
at a, at a point where, look, Broader Grotto, um, they rarely buy base cards anyway. Go look at your holders on Gino, and you'll see that the 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 bigger players are pretty well positioned. They've been snagging them this whole time. You've gotten them, Kitch. How many Genos you got now? Uh, check my stat sheet. I believe I have four, if not five. Hold on. Yeah. I want to check. Because I just picked one up recently because I, I wanted to have enough. You know how that goes. Exactly. And Gino, so that, yeah. Four. Yeah, four. Exactly. And you go look at go look at the holder composition, and you'll see a lot of people with four plus, because because they're and they've been they've been grabbing them, and they were grabbing. You know, there was a run on Geno's for a little while uh, a couple months ago. And Cornholio did he went and just gobbled up I think three or four of them at once, you know, back to back to back. Boom, right? boom, boom, boom. Yeah, um, I think Dino bought bought one or two of them. He did, um, and so you know it's just. You know, the Grotto has decided that, you know, they, their money's better spent on certain aspects of the collection for the most part. They they like they only like to spend the money on base cards if they're told base cards are called in. And then they tend to overpay, right? But the planning, so yeah, there's one sitting there. It's a fucking Flower Boy special at like 169 or something like that. Blue Pat. All right. All right. Okay. But um, what I was getting at is, and that's what that's going to lead me into to what's going to happen next week, is I think a lot of the grotto is understanding that you need that you get an opportunity, kind of like what we talked about with Kills and and Midnight and Be Bernie, to pick up six of a given base card opens the door to so much more. You get six of something. We've get you know we've seen correlated at three. We've had an announcement of correlated at four, which is Elephant Man. Okay, um, but if you if you play off of those two numbers, you get six of something. You can correlate, you can paint, and you can have an original, right? And I do think that the grotto is becoming more aware of that, which is what I was kind of speaking to with Dave Revening. That said, let's talk about the changes for next week. We had we we saw some stuff this this August with the Vellum show, okay. We um, we see that 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 we do have some. In the past, we've seen some people that really are are fine to fill out a form and and do that. We've got other people that are really serious about collecting. They're sort of a broad stretch of the grotto, okay. Um, we see we we've got a lot of people that put some effort into getting getting a swipe, paying up to get a swipe if they're new to the project. Okay, putting that effort in. Um, we've had we we just have some sort of disparity is kind of what I'm going at. Okay, we've got some some haves and have nots. We've got some people that feel like oh this project is only about the big guys. Uh, we got some people that feel like the little guys are being left out. I'm not sure, but. It's time to, to sort of pivot a little bit the way we did last year. We sort of overcorrected some stuff from the first half of season nine. I think now I want to correct some stuff with season 10, just a touch. And I want to make sure that, that nobody feels like they are excluded from these drops, as long as they're engaged and want to be here and aren't apathetic. Okay. This isn't meant to, to reward people who have zero interest in the project. You just want free stuff. 
Okay, that's not what we're talking about. But I want to make sure that that those who who are here and and able to 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 put some efforts and energies forward uh, get a chance to to partake in in this, while at the same time making sure that those that that are seriously committed and seriously focused and 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 uh, you know highly engaged and, and involved. Um, get some access to some some special stuff too right so it's sort of sort of like how do we get everybody um to feel like they're playing in a season and and how do we at the same time um reward some some major activity and so starting in week seven so starting in week seven we're going to have two game double headers for the rest of the season we already know that week seven eight uh nine and 10. Okay. So we've got four weeks left, but the first game of each doubleheader will have a bit of a different feel to the wheel, uh, to, to who's in there and how it's going to play out. It'll be the same thing. You'll burn your inserts, uh, to determine, uh, addition sizes and the like, Oh, I got to plug in my back. Um, to, to burn addition sizes, uh, to determine addition sizes, burn our bulks and, and all of that. But we're going to uh, bring in the swipe as uh, a major player here again. Okay. Uh, and so swipe holders, um, not 33s, talking Grotto Edition swipe holders, are going to have a lot more exposure on the wheel, um, a really substantial exposure, a really good chance at hitting at least something. During the during that that first game of, of every doubleheader, okay. Um, if we look at the way that burns happen during the first ten games of the season, it's very concentrated up at the top. Okay, it's very heavily weighted at the top, and um, then the vast majority are sort of smaller burners. And this is in nature of who bought inserts and and who did did all of their thing, right? It's it's made a little bit of an imbalance at times, I think, where it's it's sort of um made it extremely difficult to 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 get your hits and 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 pick up any sort of a base card during a double header. And so as such, the first game will be focused around building addition size based on on the burns. Okay, but it'll focus on Grotto Edition swipe holders uh, rather than 33s. Okay, and then the second game of every double header going forward um, is going to be a much smaller edition. Okay, it's going to be a much more contained and scarce edition that will. Um, the wheel distribution there will be really reduced. Okay. Um, and so like we were talking about the bottleneck here, is there going to be a bottleneck in the second chase? Well, there is. And I can tell you right now that it's going to be game 12. Okay. Because game 12 will be a reduced edition size. Okay. Because we'll take a percentage of the burn Okay, 
and that of the top burners. And that'll be applied to build addition size on the second one. Okay. So um, this will be a little complex and we'll walk through it and we'll, 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 when you have forms in front of you and you, as we move into to the games next week with LFGs on, on Monday and Tuesday, we'll talk more through it. So you get a more of a sense of it once you get a form to see and how it plays out. Um, but the idea being that uh, your burn, if you're in the larger end of things, the higher end burners, only a portion of your burn is going to play out in game one. Whereas the smaller burners, they get all of their burn portion playing out. All of the, the whole portion, the, 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 the entire bulk burn will determine addition size. Okay, so if you think about that, we'll just throw some round numbers around. If entire addition size is determined at 100 on the burn wheel, okay, a portion of the slots held by the larger burners will come off and move off of that, meaning that your percentage as a smaller burner is actually higher. You're, you're against the, the large, okay, with the whole number of 100 built into it, okay? And then the burners at the top will move over into the second game and play on their own wheels now, okay? Which will be a more exclusive wheel. Um, and what this is gonna do, and I'll, I'll get into that exclusive side in a second, right? But what it's gonna do is it's really gonna open up um, between the fact that the huge majority of our players have a swipe, okay? Huge majority. There's a handful that don't at this point. Right. And those that don't, they're not going to get as much benefit from this, but they can still get a slightly better return on their burns um, against a less top heavy burn wheel. OK. Um, but what it's going to do is is really reward the swipe holders and give them some added because what we'll be doing is anybody who moves over into the exclusive side will be removed from they won't be counted for their swipe additions so the swipe addition holder on on the first game of a double header will really be composed sort of of those who haven't had as much of a chance throughout and there will be at baseline 33 slots spun from the existing uh, uh swipe holders that have opted in. So if you do your math and you start looking about that, it's going to be a considerable shot at getting it. And somebody like a Luch or a, or a Crouton or a Ratro or a Jolby that have many, many swipes, right? We know Luch has six off the top of my head. I think you have three, Crouton or four, right? Four, yeah. And so, you know, those will not be on that swipe wheel. It won't be Luch getting huge chunks of it. He'll move over to the exclusive side and we'll have a better chance over there. He'll get to use them on that edition, okay? But again, that edition is going to be focused on exclusivity. Think of it being something along the lines of an edition size of a season four or season five, season six, except instead of it being a bunch of knuckleheads back in season six where only some people really got it and were really and they're still with us here today everybody playing in the exclusive wheel okay on game two of a double header is here to play we're talking about those that are the most engaged 
have put the most effort and most, you know, uh, commitment into the project. Okay. I'll be playing with that. So, well, how, what happened? So are you telling me that I have no chance at being on that exclusive wheel? So you're cutting me out of, of, of the whole equation here, threes? I don't know. That doesn't sound a very threes type of thing to do. Never done anything like that. Okay. So if you have holder utility, you're still there. You're already there. So all your base cards that you've held this whole time and all this stuff, those are, you still have holder wheel. Okay. You've got a shot over there. Okay. Well, maybe I don't have holder stuff. Maybe I'm new. Maybe I'm, you know, this is my first season and I haven't really built it up yet and I'm figuring it out. Well, there will be every week and it'll change every week. Okay. But there will be a burn mechanic where you can burn something significant. This is not a joke. This isn't a, okay. It'll cost you in the sense of market value. Again, whatever you got probably didn't cost you that much to begin with. Let's be honest. Okay. Um, but you will be able to burn your way onto that exclusive wheel. It'll be painful. Okay. But it'll put you over there. Do you want to do that if you have, if you're not burning any inserts or you don't have any holder or you don't have anything over there? Probably not. Why would you burn something to have zero shot? Because you, you haven't done any of the other things, right? Um, if all it is is to get one slot on that swipe wheel, it might not be worth it. Let's be honest. But if you burn a couple hundred or a hundred and you want to move over there, you want to do, okay? The strategy, you come up with it. But the burn is going gonna, is gonna to be something significant, Okay. Um, but then again, everybody can do it. it it's it's going to be things that everybody's had a shot at getting. Everybody should have, has had, right? Um, but what this does is it's going to make some really highly sought after pieces in those second games double headers. Okay. Um, and it's going to make, on the first game, what we were just talking about with how are you going to correlate? How are you going to paint? How are you going to put together pieces when you need some volume? And for some people in the grow, they've never had a chance at volume. And so now, I think there should be a chance at some of that volume. You should have, you should have some multiple hits if you're in. So as a result, you're still going to pay... Uh, you're going to burn a participant or a, or, a, or, or a madness token, right? Or you're going to pay your hundred, okay? And that gets you onto the one wheel or, you know, the, 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 one, the one game. And then if you qualify, you'll see there'll be a number of qualifiers, be a number of people who are going to automatically be moved onto the, the, the second game based on things that they hold, things that they've done, okay? Um, this is not a straight, if you're a 33, you're on that. And if you're not, and we got 33s that haven't, you know, they're there for their reasons, but maybe they don't qualify to move, make a move like this, right? Um, but it's going to be something where, believe me, if you're a 33, you certainly have the pieces that you would want to burn to move over to this thing. And we don't have any 33s that aren't playing, um, you know, on a daily basis and wanting to be a part of this. It's just going to be a, a question you might have to burn to get over there. 
Um, there'll be, you know, others that, that by virtue of how they've handled threesies this last season, you know, drop, move right through. Okay. Um, it, it's going to be there, but you'll know, you'll know ahead of time. You'll, you'll, it'll tell you every week. This, these are the qualifiers to get onto the exclusive. Um, and it sort of speaks to what I was saying last week and what I reiterated a bunch during LFGs, which is like he, not everybody gets a chase. Like the fact that we've made it where it was so easy to complete chases, go look back at the first eight seasons and then compare them to the last two, right? And tell me how chases stack up, you know, 80% of of holders being redeemed for base or for chases, right? Even at 60%, that's just, it's just way too many, right? Um, chases should be difficult. And they should be something you strive for and something you work for and put together. But, um, but it also speaks to this idea that, that when you, when you work for something, you're more apt to appreciate it and hold it than if it's, just given to you you tend not to 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 value it that much right um an earned fortune is far more important than a, an inherited fortune right so so those are the changes it's pretty big let me get your takes on it Crouton. i guess oh go no okay we're we're so nice to each other on here just <laughs> so i i love all the changes i think this is awesome it definitely gives uh some of other of the other players the chance to get volume like you were saying just to make sure i'm tracking um when we are filling out a form for these double headers there's not like a bulk burn for both wheels because you don't know if well, you're going to be one, on that second wheel there's one bulk burn okay so you'll know when you're reading the form as, when you're reading if, the you form, qualify. if you qualify yeah. or not. it's going to tell you you qualify for the second one you know um, or gives or you you'll know because you say yes I will burn to get on that second one right so you're gonna make you're gonna give one number that you're burning one toy okay but let's say that I have I have budgeted a certain amount right per game mm -hmm. I can now double that up for that one game right that's exactly right that's exactly right if you if you've set it up where you're like Oh, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm just going to throw this out here. I've got a hundred per game left going forward. And then you look at it and you go, ah, oh, but I'm not, I don't qualify and I'm not going to burn what's necessary to qualify for the second one. You can absolutely throw 200 into the mix the same way you had budgeted, right? And they'll play out into uh, just on your game one at a full value at the full 200 opposed to those who are on both, they're going to have a reduced ratio. Okay, so technically you'll have more slots than you would if you split it into 100 and 100 in both games. Meanwhile, baseline that we always talk about will be determined by that single burn number, right? Okay, I'll, I, I know what baseline is if I combine two games. It doesn't matter if I combine the season, I know what the total number is, and it's just percentage of, off of that, right? Same exact thing here. The the one burn, I'm going to ask you one burn number. And then whether you're on both drops or just one determines your like slot percentage and stuff like that. But love it. Yeah. 
that's awesome. Yeah. No, it, it, this really becomes that thing, I think, that um, some of the people that have felt like, Jesus, every time I look up, it's nothing but luch on the wheel, right? This sort of, um, okay, it's true. Luch is there a lot because he burns a lot. He bought a lot. He owns a lot. He held a lot. He's fucking Luch. He's in. He's a gargantuan presence. Uh, spoiler alert: Luch is going to be on the exclusive wheel. <laughs> okay, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> right. Um, but now a percentage of his burn will come off. But the number of additions generated by his burn. Keep in mind, he was a fifth of the fucking total burn this week by himself. So twenty percent of the 70 that were generated were because of Luch. And I know Crouton, you're going to have to sleep on this. And because I, I can see where it's, it's adding these additional layers of strategy. And I can't wait for you to, to dig in and find out what the, the little angles are that to be played here. Yeah, this is you know news to me, just like it is for everyone here listening uh, on Saturday. Um, that's cool. I think it's really interesting. I think, you know, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it'll put more people in a position to have things to paint, have things to correlate, and essentially participate um, more fully in more mechanics as opposed to you know, coming up empty and or hitting one, um, et cetera. So, you know, it's kind of like you, you and I have talked previously before about how a very dangerous place to be is where you have one of everything. Um, I mean, a, a very good one, but don't get me wrong, but um, perhaps you're better served having three of one particular edition and zeros on two others um, so that you can correlate that, for example. And that's, I know, something that... Yeah, that's something that's, that's very front of mind here, right? Yeah. Is I think what we've done in a sense is people have been, have relegated themselves to this idea of, I just have one of things. Um, and what they they even tend to do when they hit two of something, well, now I gotta get my chase and I'm gonna flip one for the other to try to get a chase. And so chasing something, which should be difficult to do, right? Has now put them in a position where they're making all of these moves to get one chase. And now they're handcuffed that they only have one of a, of a of a series or a chase or whatever they only have one and now they're like well i can't paint i can't correlate i can't drive the narrative forward forward if i'm asked to do something with a base card i can't do it because i only have one and i keep one of everything okay and so you know if, if we go back to the analogy of this being baseball card trading if you're the kid and you go to the corner meetup and you only have one of everything, and you're not going to trade or flip or play leanies or do whatever that you're doing with these things, you're not a very popular kid. And you're not probably not having that much fun because now you're not playing the games that all the neighborhood kids are playing because you only have one and I want one and I'm going to keep my one and I'm not going to do anything. And that's and and what I'm saying is I think in a way some of the mechanics have put you guys in positions that you feel like it's more important for you to get one of everything and chase that okay then to understand no actually you want some doubles man you want three four five or something every once in a while because now it opens up the whole world and so what i'm saying is i go okay 
I'll correct the mechanics there and say, you're not going to get a fucking chase. So don't worry about it. Stop, stop shooting yourself in the foot, chasing one chase card. That puts the end to your whole run now. Instead, I've already started thinking. Yeah, like since you've been talking, I was like, um, my bottleneck right now for the second chase is Steve Hamilton. I only have one of them. Um, and at this point, you know, if I'm not on those uh, secondary wheels, it's going to be tough to complete that chase. And it's already like, yeah, well, maybe I don't need to trade two of my Matt Wilcoxes. You know, I can keep five of those instead. Spoiler, spoiler, that's very true. That's very true. But spoiler alert, Kitch certainly has whatever's needed to burn to get on those exclusive wheels. Just saying. I, I'm still shooting for a chase. Don't get me wrong. That would that's uh, that'd be great to have. But I'm not going to. What do they say? Rob Peter to pay Paul. Whatever that saying is. Right. right. Yeah. No. Exactly. And um, and so look, I think it's a good change. I think it. I think um, that we're going to have some people who who have felt like I didn't really have a chance this season. Okay. Stepping in and saying, you know, they're going to have to be told this. Hopefully, they're listening. They're probably not. Um, but they're they're gonna they're gonna have to be brought in and say, hey, you can get on the swipe wheel. You've got a better percentage shot against your stuff. You know, why are you? Let's let's look at burning what you got and and doing this because base cards. Hello, oh, older base cards. Hello, the fact that we have people sitting out last week costing themselves a shot at a fucking sub. We had people who had noirs. Who didn't get on the wheel, didn't get on the sheet, didn't do the form, so they couldn't even trade their free matches for a sub. Straight up, no questions asked, no shame, no anything. You know? Why are you sitting stuff out? Don't you love this here? And if you don't love it because it's become difficult on you, okay, how about I help that a little bit? while honoring those who are committed and throwing it, everything at it and flying across the country to see me and saying, I'm fucking in. Cool. You're in. Here's something rare and exclusive and awesome. Okay. And meanwhile, there are still going to be knuckleheads that have one holder slot. God bless them. And they're going to hit on that wheel. And so the grotto still will deliver. Okay. But stop thinking that you deserve everything. get a claim at everything. Let's be honest. Meanwhile, look, I'll address it right now. There may be some people who say, well, then I can't get a chase. Then I don't want any of it. I'll draw a picture of a door for you. I'll paint it. I'll be painting gouache. I'll mint it and I'll show it to you. There's the fucking door. Don't, you don't think you're entitled to anything. None of you are entitled to anything. So stop with that. And how about you enjoy what you can get, and what you're willing to put out there, and what you're willing to do to get it and enjoy it so I'll, I'll piggyback on that look Ratro was the only guy to have everything at one point um you know up to a certain time and then he realized that was no longer realistic or or feasible um so you know what i would say to someone who feels like hey you know i can't get a chase anymore why am i even here well no one's gonna have everything that is not gonna happen um even if you're luch or Dino or Ratro, Razor, Blue Orgy, you name it. Um, no one's going to have everything. So wouldn't necessarily tantrum out of the room because you won't. Uh, would you rather have a, uh, a medium 
sized slice of a, a, a good pie or a you know, very large slice of a bad one. Yeah, I, I'd go with I'd go with the the medium size on something that actually tastes good as opposed to a much larger piece of something that's awful. So you know, no one's gonna have everything. Um, keep that in mind. And just because you can't complete chases doesn't mean you can't participate in in that first game every single double header. Um, we have a, I I remember I didn't even complete a chase in a single chase in series eight, which was my first full season. It didn't happen. I didn't have the inserts to make it happen and didn't understand enough uh, at that point to, to go put it together off secondary. Bame threesomes collector crouton has only completed three chases. Yeah. Yeah. Series nine was yeah. the, the first time that, uh, I had the inserts and the the wherewithal and the knowledge, and I was in. Um, so, but that didn't diminish my enjoyment of season eight at all. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think not getting a chase. I mean, it should certainly be aspirational, but just because you you know can't be the richest man in the world doesn't mean you shouldn't have a job. Um, yeah. Oh, if I can't be the richest guy in the world, then fuck it. I just won't even have any job. I hope the grotto is listening to this. This is these are words that the grotto needs to hear and live by. <laughs> yeah, we... that, yeah, that, that would be absolutely ridiculous to think. Well, that way. So, I mean, frankly, I think that's a, a pretty solid corollary to what this is. Where, you know, why why is that really terribly different? Yeah, no, I I think I think this is a a great move. I liked our move last year mid season. Um, to really um, sort of reward and 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 grow the 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 burner culture that was like slightly developing in the first half, and then we got it to where people rightly understood. We had to get I had to get you in a very short amount of time in five games. We had to get it where people understood your burn determines the outcome, right? There was a big pivot there to get us there. Now now this is where we understand. Burn determines the outcome, okay? But just because you're not the richest man in the world, you shouldn't, you know, go go without a job, right? Just because you're not luge doesn't mean you don't want to play. Okay? Yeah, I would I would throw in there that your collection is also a representation of your journey within the project. It's like whatever you end up having, it, like how you got there is your story, right? So it's sure. like, and Threes has already said, he values people having depth rather than breadth of collection anyways, because you can utilize it better. Absolutely. Um, and that's, it's so much as, as people who have painted, who have correlated, okay. Who have tried to be in on every mechanic, the two of you, it's so much more fun when you are right. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That, that be, that's where you start to get it. You really start to understand what it is that my practice is about, about saying, here's my work. Now let's work through it together. Perform with me, participate with me, guide my hand, show evolve this thing in, in, in a way that no artist has ever had this, this ongoing conversation with his collectors. Right. And you yep. get, you get to be a part of that by having work in a, in a quantity that allows you to do that. 
Yeah. You know, I came in September of 21 and that was right around the time of colored Marlena's quads. You were painting X's, but I didn't have any of that stuff. Um, and I didn't understand the universe well enough to understand that, you know, if you fail to participate in one particular mechanic, yeah, it's a bit of a, a problem given that all three systems have future utility. And if you don't paint, then you can't do whatever it is we do with the painted thing. And then obviously, you know, if you back it up even further, if you don't create colored Marlenas from your black and whites and other things that you have, that diminishes and, and caps your ability to participate in quads, painting events. Also, we also know that the colored Marlenas have uh, colored tokens. You know, orange is, is for, for wagering. Yellow is for team events. So you can't participate in those things in ways that you would be able to if you had participated. And I think, um, yeah, it's tough. You don't want to sit something out because, well, by the very nature of all three systems have future utility, you're going to need it. It matters. Everything matters. We're certainly not making things that don't matter. So we you don't have it. Yeah. We saw it during events, right? During during um, World Cup in particular, but we see it during during the other events and madness and, and, and such, where your decision to say, ah no, I'm not I'm not gonna do that, right? Um, not only does it remove you from the the conversation for a bit and the excitement around it and now you want you, other people are having fun and you're not included in it so then you just tune out okay that's one thing okay but then it it comes back to bite you time and time and time and time again okay where the path ahead for those that were in the world cup okay and wagered and 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 embraced what it is okay becomes participants and becomes evolved flags and becomes all those things then i made it where the next events your existence in those others and your participation in them made it that much easier to get into the next one which then makes it easier to get into the next one okay which then plays out in right now you know dino has rarely spent the hundred i think he's about half and half sometimes he been he he, he burned participants sometimes he been he, he spent a hundred tests Right. But he has those options because he was lousy in participants because he was wagering on every game. Right. Because the wager cost was so nominal to do that. Right. And, you know, that that plays out. That matters. That allows him. Oh, my goodness. We have a new guest that just appeared. Luch, you, you've missed a doozy. You're gonna have to listen I, to this one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just be a listener this week. That's okay. <laughs> it's good, but uh, we also um, we told the tale of what your issue may have been, and uh, and we've. <laughs> Did you win? Did you win? <laughs> uh you know, in in this game, it doesn't feel like there's winners and losers. So who's <laughs> to say? <laughs> Great answer. You you killed it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, when it, we, we're just wrapping what I, was, what I was saying there, like when you when you sit stuff out, um, it it really is a butterfly effect on the rest of your collecting uh, habits here, 
right? Um, and so putting you, putting everybody in position, uh, ideally starting next week, um, you know, hey, we've got four more weeks. You think about that. Uh, that's four more chances for some of you to start to amass the, the elements that allow you to participate in all of the facets of the project going forward, right? Uh, this is an exciting turn here. Um, and, um, and so, so I, I'm, I'm really, I think it's, it's, yeah, we're, we're giving up for some of you, the idea of a chase. Okay. But I'll say this one every time, yeah, every right. time, right. Yeah. yeah, every time. Exactly. Every time yeah. you still got a shot. You just, it's going to, you're going to have to have some wheel luck or, or really commit for it, but that makes it all better anyway. Yeah. But I will say this, that. I'll say for, you know, the third time on this pod, a chase, if you are trading around to get one of everything to get the chase, you're getting one more painting. Okay. And then you're handcuffed with seven singles that then what are you going to do? Right. Sorry. Um, but then, then what are you going to do with your seven singles, except go, well, I only have one and I can't do anything now. And so your idea of evolving and, and driving forward are, are gone. And so being put in a position now where you're going to have more of a shot at two, three, five, six editions of certain pieces. Welcome the rest of you to the excitement that Crouton and Luch and Retro and Dino and Ketch get to do saying yeah fucking let's correlate let's fucking paint you, you know i i think that uh, i don't do improv or anything like that but it's you know it's always the yes and right you know, you're supposed to say yes and um and it keeps going and i really think of your project in many ways it, it's kind of like that right you don't want to say no you know if there's a form out there you're going to want to participate in it. You're going to want to fill it out. If there's an opportunity to buy something, you're going to want to do that. If there's an opportunity to earn something and participate, even if it feels a little painful, you're probably going to want to do that. Um, let's not forget, we just correlated Cardinale. It was very difficult to burn three of a base card, ignoring the three Z element, but that's a, that's a tall ask, but, you know, takes some, some trust, takes a bit of a leap of faith, but I'm sure that it will be very worth it and it will allow you to continue to participate in subsequent things. So, yeah, yes. And, and that's, you know, back to the original thing we talked about at the beginning of the episode where well, it's only one game this week. I don't really want to play. I would really encourage you to not try and outthink stuff like that. You want to participate in everything. Hey, Crouton. All, the, all good points. I did take improv. And when you do, you get to find out who Anne is that you're telling yes to. Yes, I'm more Anne. of a fan. Of, I'm more of a fan of her mother. Who's her mom? Annette. What? I'm just trying to roll with Luch. It's not working out great. No, mother, I hardly know her. Yes, and please keep I, going. You, can't, you can't stack a bad joke on top of me. <laughs> belligerently not listening to what he said 
correctly. Um, I mean, you can, we could yes and that, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> Here's some improv. How about uh, you wrap up the pod not having listened to it? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like a lot of things were said today, a lot of words, a lot of sentences formed out of those words. It just, when those words, if they were to be transcribed together, you might see paragraphs together that tell you a lot about this. It's important to remember that none of those paragraphs or words or phrases or sentences constitute financial advice of any kind and are merely meant to be advice for playing the game that is uh, threesomes. Um, so please take that information uh, and know that it is your armor throughout the day as you get into the next week, which will be a double header, which is finally worthy of your participation. Fantastic. Thank you, Luch. It really sums it up, I think. Um, it sounds like Deion Sanders there, his ability to, you know, <laughs> really rile the whole crowd up while saying many words, but also nothing at the same time. It's, it's, I'm, I'm really impressed. You got this ability to be a, a Baptist preacher, which yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, coming from Western Oklahoma, that's the highest compliment someone can give. No, that's the second highest compliment. The highest would be that you you look like you'd be a hell of a meteorologist. Oh, right. Yep. That is correct. All right. Well, I guess we're going to wrap. Luch, um, if you're up for it, I'll give you a quick call. Uh, if you can take 10 minutes and I can walk you through what we just talked through, because we had some... Sure. Breaking news. You want that call. Yeah, you're going to want it. It's exciting. Yeah, it's really cool. All yeah. right. Well, thanks, thanks, everybody. We'll, we'll um, Kitch, wrap us up. And then, uh, Luch, I'll call you in five minutes. Perfect. Yeah. Grotto, you heard the man. Participate next week. Got some new changes. Pay attention to the form. Listen to your GMs when they give you strategy advice because that's it's going to change. <laughs> We've just got a new paradigm now. And I'm excited to see where it takes us. A lot of paragraphs. A lot of words, making sentences. All right. Thank you, guys. See you on uh, Sunday Night Casual LFG. Bye.